Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 12, verses 22 through 34. This text is parallel to Matthew chapter 6, verses 25 through 34. It's where Jesus tells his disciples not to be anxious, along with some other things. And I'm going to address this text, which is very similar to the one that's in Matthew, from a slightly different angle. So that's why we're recording two devotions on this. If you want to go hear that other one, it's in episode 478, and I'd encourage you to do that if you haven't. Otherwise, we'll jump in at verse 22 here in a second. But before that, I want to say thank you to the family leader. They're our 2022 Daily Dose Devotions sponsor. I get to be at their leadership summit tomorrow with a Christian Crusaders table promoting our broadcast and our podcasts. And I get to tell them thank you in person for their sponsorship, their support of our ministry. You can learn more about them in the announcements at the end of this podcast. And I'd encourage you to do that. So as we read through this, I'm going to stop and make a couple points. And then I'm going to land mostly on verses 32 through 34 at the end. Verse 22. And he said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. I think it's interesting that Jesus talks about storehouse or barn, and Luke puts it in this order. It might be a subtle reference to that story we heard just a few sections ago about the rich fool who had lots of storehouses and barns. He tore them down to build bigger ones. Jesus is building on the point that he made in that text as he talks right here. He continues, of how much more value are you than birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? If then you're not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass, which is alive in the field today, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be worried. For all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. So Jesus isn't saying pay no attention to what you should eat or what you should drink or how you should be clothed. He's not saying don't spend any time pursuing those things. He's saying don't seek those as if they're the number one priority or concern in your life. Instead, make the number one priority or concern in your life seeking God's kingdom. And when you do that, these other things will fall in line. But if you pursue these other things as primary and neglect God's kingdom, you might get them in this life, but you're never going to really attain the benefits of his kingdom in this life and particularly in the next. It would be an egregious mistake to chase after food and drink and clothing, the things of this world, at the expense of pursuing God's kingdom. Verse 32, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. In other words, God wants to give us the very best of what is available. The very best of what is available has nothing to do with food or drink or clothing or things of this world. The very best of what is available has everything to do with the kingdom of God here in this life and especially in the next life for eternity. This says it's God's good pleasure to give us the very best of what there is. So we need to let him. We need to pursue that thing 
thing that he wants to give us more than any other. He continues, sell your possessions and give to the needy, which by the way is a lot more to do with releasing yourself of the allegiances and the ties that you have to earthly possessions than anything else in that verse. He continues, provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I love this verse, provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old. In other words, with spiritual riches rather than earthly riches. What does this look like? I remember being on a mission trip with some poor folks in Mexico who didn't have much in terms of earthly possessions. But when we gathered for worship on Sunday and each night of the week that we were down there, these are some of the most joyful people I'd ever met. That was one of the first places that I remember being confronted with this notion that you can have money bags that do not grow old, even though they're not filled with earthly possessions. My wife and I each had a grandma that was spiritually rock solid, but materially not very wealthy. And I can tell you, I'd much rather have the inheritance of spiritual riches that were passed down to me and to my wife from our grandmothers through our parents that we're trying to pass down to our kids, much rather have that spiritual inheritance than any earthly inheritance that those grandmothers were unable to provide. But the challenge is we're surrounded by wealth. We're surrounded by possessions. We're surrounded by earthly riches and our nature is to give an allegiance and a loyalty and a value to those things that just is not right or in our own best spiritual interest. So what do we do? How do we release ourselves from these bonds, from these ties to things that will pass away that aren't important? Well, I believe some people are going to be convicted by God to literally, like it says, sell their possessions and give the money away to the needy or to ministries. Talked to a guy the other day who's been doing that. I don't necessarily believe that is what every one of us is called to, but those of us who aren't had better be very careful or think that somehow we're impervious to this threat of being tied to earthly riches. The best advice I've been given is to live with an open hand. My house, share it with people. My vehicles, share them with people. If my stuff gets wrecked, don't flip out about it like it somehow matters a whole lot. The stuff that I have belongs to the Lord. I'm just a steward of it. This isn't mine, mine, mine. It's his, 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 and I should be using all of it as a tool to help others come to know him. There's so much clinging to riches, protecting my wealth. It goes on in our culture. It's promoted in our culture. It's hard to convince anybody that we're real serious about the Lord while we're grasping onto our earthly things. There's a great quote by Father Brennan Manning that says, the single greatest cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips but walk out the door and deny him by their lifestyle. That is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. So don't give an unbelieving world a reason to think that your God isn't real because you cling to your possessions more than you do to him. And if the only way for you to do that is to sell your possessions and give the proceeds to the needy, then you better do that. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives. 
the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.